One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Guys! In a row? Welcome to Nine Guys Dynasty Football, where we talk about the dynasty value of nine guys in a row. I'm Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth. No, I cannot defend you in a court of law. He's the main man, Magna Mills, and it's time to free our minds, and the guys will follow. Free your mind! Is that an on Vogue reference? Uh, I'm, I'm Taco Bell fire sauce impressed over here, dude. Uh, like the man said, Magna Mills, here to talk Dynasty football. And this week, we're going to be on the rookie class, and we might finally even talk about the rookie quarterbacks. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm usually impressed with your references, Magna Mills, but Taco Bell fire sauce? That's not even real fire, though, bro. Yeah, you're right. Real fire would be like Dylon or the opposite of H2O. See, there you go. That's a Chappelle Show reference and a Dragon reference. That's more like it. That's your speed. Now, can we finally do some dudes? Let's just plow them, baby. And we can get it. Oh, I was doing my Dragon over here. Yeah, dude, you did it. Uh, we freed our minds, and I guess the guys will follow. And like I, I teased with the quarterback thing. Start off the top of the quarterback class with Malik Willis out of Liberty. Willis turns 23 at the end of May, checks in six foot, one half inch tall, 219 pounds with nine and a half inch hands. He would immediately step in as one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the NFL. We'd love that for fantasy purposes. Definitely has above average arm strength. It, I think most people would say he has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the class. I've heard it argue, you know, a little bit maybe for someone we'll talk about in a bit. Definitely some bust potential here, but it does really feel like he can land in a couple of interesting spots. I think my favorite would probably be Pittsburgh, maybe New Orleans. As long as he goes in the first round, he's pretty much locked in as a top two pick in super flex drafts, and he can easy be the one-on-one if he lands in a good spot, especially if Brees Hall falls or no wide receiver ends up in that perfect spot. He has that rushing upside we like, so he has a chance to actually be relevant in single quarterback leagues. I'm still not taking him probably before the mid-second round, but he is a guy I would consider there. A lot of times in those single quarterback leagues, I don't even bother with the rookie quarterbacks. And again, a lot of talent here, just a very wide range of outcomes. Well, Magna Mills, let's go through Pennsylvania over to Pittsburgh, and let's check in on they killed Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett turns 24 years old in June. He's expected to be no worse than a second quarterback off the board and the draft coming up later this month. He's got good size, Magna Mills, 6'3", 217 pounds, but his eight-and-a-half-inch d- hand, that really threw up some red flags at the measurement at the combine. Now, miraculously, his hands magically grew at his pro day, but let's just call it eight-and-three-fourth inches at best. Pickett does have more athleticism than you think here. He ran a 4.7340 yard dash, a 4.2920 yard shuttle with a 33 and a half inch vertical jump and a 121 inch broad jump. At the end of the day, Pickett seems more of like a high floor option. Who will be a better NFL quarterback than a fantasy option? He's probably the most NFL ready of this year's draft class, but I'm not getting my hopes up here. As long as he has first round draft capital, he should go in the first round of Superflex rookie drafts. I just wouldn't get Snoop Dogg here and get my hopes too high. No, I thought you meant just kind of rising up the stairs unexpectedly next to you. Also, watch out for that. Remember when Snoop Dogg was in like a he was like a, a horror movie or whatever back then when he first started doing movies. Don't remember the name of it. It was pretty good. And you know, you struggled to say draft capital. I think we should just change that to draftital 
or drapital <laughs> or something like that. Just make it one word. And, you know, I, I'm personally fond of drapital. So let's go with that. And not too far from Pitt, go over to Cincinnati, talk about the former Bearcat Desmond Ritter. Ritter turns 23 in August, and he's been getting some solid first round buzz recently. Nice size, six foot three, 211 pounds with nice 10 inch mitts. He ran a 4.5240, a 4.29 20-yard short shuttle, and a 7.15 three-cone drill. He also had a 36-inch vertical jump, 127-inch broad jump. Really killed the, the physical testing there. He's got the athleticism. He's got the size. And he's the guy that some people I've heard argue has a higher ceiling than Malik Willis even. I don't know if I'm going that far but I can see why people would go there. He definitely has some strength about his, uh, his arm strength and his anticipation to throw receivers open. Draft capital will really matter here. But if he does get into that first round, there's a decent shot he winds up being my quarterback too here. Well, Magna Mills, it's getting a little chilly, a little cold up north. Let's move down south and warm up just a smidge here, and let's head to UNC, and let's check out quarterback Sammy DeBull, Sam Howell. That's right. He's going to be 22 in September. His measurables are pretty solid here. Magnum Mills, six foot one, 218 pounds with a nine inch, a nine and one eighth inch hand. That's right. He showed playmaking ability in college, but it's unknown how well that's going to translate to the NFL. It's never easy, is it? Picking a quarterback. Realistically, he feels like a guy to me that's going to get drafted in probably round two or round three, spend at least one season on the bench. And that's honestly probably the best path for him, but it's not ideal for what we're doing here. Nine guys dynasty. Ultimately, I don't think his ceiling's worth waiting for. If he ends up with first round draftable, draft capital, draft capital, <laughs> if he ends up with first round draft capital, I deserve the right to change my mind, Magnum Mills. After all, I'm searching for the pursuit of happiness. Now, it seems more likely that he ends up as yet another day two development prospect who kind of never happens. Although I could be wrong here on Sammy the Bull, Sam Howell. That's one thing with all the guys in this class. There's pretty much, you know, that's when people talk about it not being a great class. There is nobody who just you feel really like safe. Like even Trevor Lawrence, if he doesn't, you know, wind up being what we thought he was going to be, the odds are he still winds up having a solid NFL career. All of these guys, you know, have some fairly good ceilings, and but the floors are, you know, if they were out of the league in four years, wouldn't shock you. If we'll see, I, now there's talk that maybe five quarterbacks are in the first round again. So I think, uh, you know, some of these mock drafters are getting a little high on their own supply, but this is kind of what happens when we get close to the finish line here for the draft. So let's finish up here at the quarterback position. And another guy who has a chance to go in the first round is Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. Turns 20. He actually just turned 23 in late January. Stands six foot two, 212 pounds with nine to five eight inch hands. There's definitely questions about his size and durability. He also ran a more limited offense in college. So it's not as clear how well his game will translate to the NFL. He does have above average arm strength. A lot of people love his quick release, think it's the fastest in the draft class. So you can see why a team might be willing to take a shot at him early. Definitely more of a pocket passer than the other guys we've talked about. So it is even more important that he lands with a team with a solid offensive line, or at least a developing offensive line. That's enough quarterbacks for me, but hey, that's why we love super flex leagues, Magna Mills. They make quarterbacks matter again. So sign me up for that hashtag super flex, but let's move on to the running back position. And let's talk about Tyler Algier. 
out of BYU. Algier turns 22 in April. So happy birthday, Tyler. He has nice size here, Magna Mills, 5'11", 224 pounds. He ran a 4.6 40-yard dash with a 33-inch vertical jump, 120-inch broad jump. I would have hoped for a better 40 time. Seems a little sluggish, but there's there's some potential here. The main problem is that Algier, he'll most likely lack draft capital. We've seen late-round running backs hit, but it's crucial that he lands on a roster with a realistic path to playing time. Otherwise, he'll have to make his bones on special teams to keep his roster spot. All that said, this isn't the greatest running back draft this this isn't the greatest running back draft class by any stretch. So, Algier is looking like one of my favorite running backs to take a flyer on sometime after the second round of uh, of rookie drafts. Yeah, you know, you never know in that range we did see a guy there last year and Elijah Mitchell hit, so it does happen even you know, Antonio Gibson got some hype, but when Worky Drafts first started his year, he slipped in some leagues. So, hey, it could happen. Good guy to keep an eye on there. James and, Robinson. I mean, there, this this it does happen occasionally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, James Robinson was undrafted, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he Sorry. went undrafted in some rookie drafts, even. So, hey, dude, you're you're not wrong, man. It's really tough to find another running back. So, let's go on to the wide receivers here and talk about David Bell out of Purdue. Turns 22 in December. Six foot one, 212 pounds, nine in one quarter inch hands. The former Boilermaker did disappoint at the combine, ran a 4.6540, a 4.57 short shuttle, and a 7143 cone. Got a 33 inch vertical jump, which was fine. The 180, the 118 inch broad jump was not as good as we would have hoped for or expected. Overall, the combine performance did not do him any favors, but he did have excellent college production. This is a spot where draft capital is going to really matter. If he still gets that day two draft capital, especially anywhere in round two, early round three, I think people will be willing to overlook some of the testing. If he falls into round three or anytime into day three, I think you're going to see him really fall down the ranks here. You know, again, I've heard him compared favorably to Keenan Allen. I don't hate the comp, but Bell is just a guy, again, if he gets there, that's fine, especially if he starts slipping, you know, into the mid-second round of rookie drafts. I just don't think there's going to be a way I'm really comfortable taking him with a first-round pick unless he does somehow get up into, like, the back of the first round or maybe end up on the Chiefs or the Packers. Magna Mills, we talked about Pencil Tucky, but now let's go down to the OG Kentucky proper and let's check out wide receiver Wandale Robinson. Robinson just turned 21 years old back in January. He is a smaller prospect here, bro. He's only 5'8", 178 pounds, but has nine-inch hands. He showed off his speed at the combine with a 4.44 40-yard dash. He had a 34-and-a-half-inch vertical jump and 118-inch broad jump. His size is going to hurt him a bit. There's just no doubt about it. But he's a dynamic playmaker who can contribute in a number of ways. His lack of strength and ability to beat press coverage could hurt him, but he could excel if he lands with a coaching staff that knows how to use him. Now, if his landing spot and his draft capital line up well, I think we'll see him shoot up the rookie rankings after the NFL draft, Magnum Mills. Yeah, you know, some for. people have gotten a little like I think someone I saw someone throwing a Tyreek Hill comp or something like that. Not, you know, definitely not to that degree, but he is that that type of player, that explosive player the teams are looking for now. And let's go to Mr. Nine, who I will not call Mr. Irrelevant because he actually is Justin Ross out of Clemson. Ross turns 23 in December, checks in at six foot four, 205 pounds with nine and five eight inch hands. He had an excellent 2018 and 2019 before a spinal injury kept him out for all the 2020 season. 
He liked to do only do the bench press at the combine. He put up 11 reps of 225 pounds. The reason he's so interesting is because, again, he has that very wide range of outcomes. If you look at his film before the injury, it really looks like, oh, I mean, this guy could really be something. And then you look at 2021 and you're like, yeah, he's kind of maybe a depth guy, special teamer, that kind of thing. So, you know, it is what it is, but he is that kind of guy. If he starts, you know, he gets a decent spot, decent capital, almost anything. I might be looking at him in the third round of rookie drafts when, you know, all of a sudden, man, you're going to hit the wall, especially in this class, and you're going to be struggling to find a guy to take. And, you know, I think Ross is exactly the kind of guy you want to get there. If it hits, you know, you get something on him a season or two, that's great for a third round pick. And if it doesn't really happen, you know, you can move on from him in the near future and it really shouldn't come back to bite you in the ass. Man, I'm not doing this, dude. I mean, really, I'm I'm supposed to sit here and sing, I love guys to the tune of Girls, Girls, Girls by Jay-Z. I mean, really? I'm not sure about that one, man. I mean, who can pull that off? Um, I love guys, 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 guys I can trade for. Make me feel best when I press accept. Next week, we'll be back for more. Oh, man. That was that was basically Dylon spitting hot fire five times, bro. What can I say? We're here until... I don't know, five guys sues us or Will Smith bitch slaps us. Either way, thank you very much for checking us out. We really appreciate it. And again, thank you for following us, subscribing, hitting that thumbs up button, and most importantly, verifying that we are indeed five-star men. That really helps us out. Doesn't mean much to you. Means a ton to us. Magna Mills, tell the people where they can find all of our free content. We're from the Seize the Gap Fantasy Football Podcast. Find that just on your podcast platform by searching for Seize the Gap FF. We're on social media at Seize the Gap FF as well. We're from the Joe Blow Football Show, who you can find at joeblowfootballshow.com and at Joe Blow Show on social media. We just got done covering the final season of Peaky Blinders on our podcast, PBP, a Peaky Blinders podcast. And we're on social media at Peaky Podcast. We're about to cover the final seven episodes of the show Ozark from Netflix. We're the Ozark Podcast, and you can find us on social media at Ozark Podcast. And we stay covering It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on our show, The Night Pod Cometh. Find that again on your favorite podcast platform and on social media at Night Pod Cometh. And that's it, Magna Mills. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football from Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Thanks again for listening and or watching. We'll see you right here next week when we do nine more guys in a row. And and try not to do any guys on your way to the parking lot. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football, part of the Seize the Gap Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by the Joe Blow Football Show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Any views or opinions expressed here are personal and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations who may or may not be associated with the Joe Blow Football Show. If you have any questions, please contact us at seizethegapff at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, and comment.